wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and it is here on this very podcast where me and my best friend Kyle and sometimes Sean Capri talk about the latest and greatest in all things games. And just like always, with me, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. As you can see, I am all bundled up in the snowy tundra of Northeast United States. It uh, hit literally actually, overnight. Actually, it's just my basement. The heat's not on yet, so I have to stay warm. <laughs> what? Dude, we keep the literally... heat off until the very last minute, and we have it... to bleed the, the, the heat um, <sighs> heating pipes before we can get it blasted. Dude, that's the worst. I'm sorry for you. It's fine. I'm, I'm used to it. I had the AC on this week, and then just in less than 24 hours, it just it was a tundra. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, global warming is a thing. This yeah. is... This is just the worst. It's just like, it didn't give me any time to like, you know, like any preparations, right? It was like 70, 60 was nice. You get a little windbreaker in you mm-hmm. or on you. And then bam, all of a sudden it's like, it's 12 degrees outside. I'm like, yeah. But you know who knows a whole lot about the snowy tundra? Oh, I have a feeling I know who you know. Mr. Sean Capri. That's me. Now I know a lot about the snowy tundra. You know what I did just before this happened? Uh, my mother-in-law came over Shelby. because she's tired of almost killing herself on my sidewalk. She's like, you're getting mats on this. Like, we set out outdoor, like, mats. Like, normally, like, that you have, you know, that like a welcome mat kind of thing. But they're oversized, yeah. and she's got, like, six of them going up the sidewalk nice. up to my house so nobody dies. So we're... I need to get one of those windshield ones, like, where you can put it over your windshield. With the sunglasses. The exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I need. See, I can never live in Canada. That's exotic. That's Canada, what I'm because it's just snowing constantly. It's, and I can't imagine shoveling. Every it's day. charming. It's charming, it's and it and it's a great way to pull your back. And then we're all miser- miserable together. Like, oh, you pulled your back too, eh? And like, yeah, yeah, eh? Oh, that's snow, <laughs> eh? I'm sorry to oh. hear that. Eh? <laughs> it starts to get. A- <laughs> but Sean, you're from the Xbox. Drive. That's me. We're natural enemies. Definitely. So how dare you? <laughs> Today's a special sure episode, is. guys. As you know, last week, my PC died. Yeah. Uh, we resurrected it, kind of. It only works when it's laying on its side. And if the CPU goes above 30%, well, the PC crashes. So Sean Capri came here tonight. He's just like, I'll help you record the video. And we'll also stream it on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. So here we are together talking about death stranding but before we get into disney plus on your playstation 4 before we talk about the uncharted movie news before we talk about yes google stadia and some controversy around death stranding we usually talk about what we've been playing this week but this week is a little different because death stranding is here it's upon us Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of a lot of heated talk around this game. A lot of sixes, a lot of nines, and that's yeah. something pretty sexy. So yeah. today, oh, we're Joe, talking about our thoughts. Real quick, before yeah. we get to Death Stranding, uh-huh. uh, we let off the last week's episode talking about uh, Extra Life. And I just want to update of what happened this past weekend uh, for the kind of NYC Extra Life. Um, thank you to anyone who came out and, and checked it out uh, over the past weekend. Um, we had a measly goal of one thousand six hundred dollars, uh, and we crushed that. We we currently are sitting at ten thousand five hundred and twenty five dollars raised for a children's hospital in New York. Um, just completely blown away, and it's thank you to everyone who 
even if you didn't donate, you shared, you stopped by and chat, you hung out. It really helped us out a lot. And uh, also, huge congrats to you guys because the team you were streaming for just crossed 10,000 yourselves, That's right. correct? That's right. Yep. 10,000, what amazing. is it? Like 10,000. Four hundred. Nobody. You know, we're not really ten thousand four hundred twelve dollars. Uh, top <laughs> top one hundred team out of five thousand. Not a big deal. But I mean, you know, yeah. it's all for the yeah, kids. It's fine. I like, don't like to brag, but you know. Yeah. yeah. But that's so cool that like like we right here this lobby mm-hmm. we're in. Yep. Twenty thousand dollars raised for those big, beautiful, gigantic. We kids. we we yeah. cured child death. That was the best part about it. That's all it took. $20,000 between our groups. That's it. Child death taken care of. Now we just got to worry about, you know, polio and all those other things that we haven't taken care of. Yeah. Malaria. We, we, we took care we of course, took I didn't do my research, polio. to be honest. I didn't really do my research, Joe. Have you vaccinated your kids? You know what? Let's talk about the death <laughs> stranding. Kyle? Yeah. There's been a lot of talk. Yeah. There's been a lot of contention. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're finally getting into this game and how we're going to work this out is we're going to talk about the gameplay the story, the acting, sounds, music, and then if it's a game of the year contender. Sean, your job, cut us off if you got a question you want to ask us. So with that, Kyle, walking yeah. into this game, where were you? Uh, yeah, so I was, between the two of us, I was the yeah. more hyped um, out of the Trophy Room uh, crew. Um, really loved what I saw from the art exhibit and just the trailers intrigued me and not really knowing what this game was which excited me and knowing that the scores last week were a little all over the place um so i was super excited to to hop in and figure out what the hell this game is because right that is the main question what the hell is the death stranding and um so far i'm digging it a lot yeah well that's cool because so walking in for me you know i've been a roller coaster of emotions i see things like the story seems interesting seems a little like twin peaks meets a darker stranger things that's mm-hmm. that's and with kojima wrapped around all that it, but from what i saw i was just like yeah but when do we get to the shooty shooty bang bang mm. right like i just see a lot of walking what is this game walking into this yeah. game seeing the reviews i'm just like okay okay nobody really knows what this game is even the people reviewing it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of walked in last minute, blank slate. And again, I recommend everybody watch Skill Up's review because it is very much perfect. When he said, hey, if you're the type of gamer that likes the exploration in an open world, if you're the type of gamer who wants to, you know, it, or were the gamer that tried to glitch up the mountain in Skyrim just to get at the very peak, um, you liked when it rained in Breath of the Wild, this game's for you. And that's... That's kind of what I've been feeling since playing it, and I am hooked. I absolutely love this game, Kyle. Um, so, yeah, we like it a lot, at least for me. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay, what does it involve? Uh, what chapter are you on right now? I am uh, maybe, I don't know exactly how far into it, but I've been in Chapter 2 for like the last two and a half hours. Okay. Um, roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so from from what chapter two is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, there's a whole Kotaku thing of like try to get to past chapter two as fast as you can. Like yeah. try to just beeline through the stuff. You can get back to it later. It really does open up at episode three. I enjoyed it either way. Yeah, I really took my time with it. So, what is the gameplay though? Is it just a walking simulator? Uh, yeah. So it's it's almost like. 
and this is going to sound like a bad thing, but it's probably the easiest way for me to describe it. It's like Fetch Quest the game, almost. You, I was literally thinking about that while I was playing it, just, yeah. like right before we started, yes. <laughs> you, 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 um, there are people that give you uh, orders, and mm-hmm. you go and fulfill those orders by bringing packages to whatever location it needs to go to. Yeah. While on on that journey, you can pick up these lost orders that you find on the ground and add them to your backpack and use that for uh, for more likes, which is basically what you're you're going for in the game. It's not money, really. You're yeah. you're receiving likes from the people that are placing the orders, and pretty much everything you do in the world, you're receiving likes. Yeah, yeah. And so with that, this is Fetch Quest game. It is what a lot of people have boiled it down to of like, it's FedEx Simulator. It's yeah. UPS Simulator, especially when you get to the later levels of the game. There's vehicles in it and like there's a big truck. And there was one part where I was doing a delivery back and forth from one settlement to the other. And I was just like, oh, this is I'm, I'm a UPS guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hole. But there is something about this game where... Yes, it's all about the trek. It's all about the mm-hmm. journey, not the destination. So, again, when it comes to the gameplay, this is a dystopian, you know, post-apocalyptic world. Something devastating has happened to this world mm-hmm. where most of the population is just gone and everybody are in these old bunkers. And your job is to give supplies from one bunker to the other. So there's a bunker that is all about, like, vegetation and farms. And then mm-hmm. there's one all about... You know, them calculating the weather and they're giving supplies back and forth to each other. And you're you're the person that's doing all the heavy lifting. You're the middleman for the most part. And so the trek is dangerous. It's all about hiking up various slopes, whether it's, you know, rocky terrain, whether it's snow, whether it's mud. Going through rivers and rivers. And so what ends up happening is, though this is a very desolate world and it is a single player game in in terms of story and you don't see other players it's a multiplayer game in the way that there are other players in the world that are placing things for you to help your journey along the way and let me tell you joe when i'm walking through and i'm seeing a ladder placed by somebody i have a huge sigh of relief knowing that 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 person left it there as kind of like a hint as to where i'm going and just to help me out a little bit it's yeah. awesome. And, and, and you just it's show very your appreciation. Vibe. Yeah, it's very journey vibe. And you show your appreciation by just hitting like if you want to. Yeah. And then that person, while they're playing, will see it, which is pretty awesome. There's there's this really cool feeling in Chapter 2 when you unlock a bridge, um, which the cool thing about it is you like if there are other players in the world and they're building better stuff than you can build. Mm-hmm. You don't see that. You can't use those things. So if you could build a bridge, that's when you can use bridges. Yeah. It's really meant to, to be like, everybody's on the same level, but you're helping each other. Mm-hmm. So there's one part in episode two where I unlocked a bridge and to get to this one point was so hazardous and I had to go back. But when I exited the shelter, I saw that people built a shit ton of bridges and there's a BT zone. And what other players did was they warned people that their BT zones don't go here yeah. because these BTs, these ghost apparitions that we've been seeing throughout the trailers will come and they will eat you. And that's, that's very much goal. like what I've seen from like the Souls games and Bloodborne yep. where players can leave little messages, in this case just signs, 
would show you what's what's around the area pretty much yeah. yeah and and even just giving you words of encouragement like you got this keep on going like those signs are always great when you're like having this really rough journey like there was one part in episode three i'm i'm traversing through this lake and it's super dangerous it's super this um, my stamina is getting wasted constantly yeah. mm-hmm. and there's just one sign in the middle at the halfway mark and it's just like hey you got this and it's super positive yeah. and like as i'm playing this game um i was just like i'm really liking this because this is traversal of the game like you have a stamina meter you you have to be smart like your boots will run out of rubber and then you'll start yep. slipping all over the place mm-hmm. this is very much a hiking simulator in 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 again boiling down it to plain english so like when i'm traversing and i see a sign of like you got this it's awesome yeah it, episode three really opened up to me and i was just like you know what it's that moment where i was just like i love this game is where in the beginning of this level Again, I'm traversing this area. I'm having a real rough time because between these ghostly BTs that are haunting and scary as all fuck, then you got these mules, which are NPCs in the game. They just want to jack your stuff. They want to steal your stuff, right, so that they can survive. And so I'm having this rough go at it. And in the beginning of this level, I just see a little road. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like, someone's going to try to connect the map. That's going to take forever. And... 20 minutes go by, or 40 minutes go by, and I'm back at the same point that I was originally. I made the truck around the map, and I was like, holy crap, that is rough. And I looked, and that road became a bridge, and that bridge became a highway system. Mm-hmm. And in, in such a way where it was elevated so that mules couldn't get you, you couldn't get attacked. It was a way that other, and it wasn't just made by one person either. It was made by the community. The yeah. community got together without even talking to each other, going, hey, this is really rough for players. Let's help each other out. And so they built a whole highway system. I was just like, mm-hmm. this game is not about, the, you know, you're not a better player by having the highest KD. You're a better player depending on how better of a person you are. Yeah. Throwing down a ladder between a river so people can tr- cross easier mm-hmm. makes you a better person. Make, it feels really good. Like, there was one part, Kyle, I climbed this huge mountain, and I had such a rough go at it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm the first one on this mountain. Nobody should have it as rough as me. I'm going to have, I'm going to just, you know, get get climbing ropes on here so that people could rappel up and down. Yeah. And it's awesome to see that when you come back to a building, and, like, it has a thousand likes, and you're just like, I know I helped a lot of people here. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that gives me a lot of hope even even like leaving like extra boots you find in the post boxes riddled around the world so in case somebody did run out of shoes they can go to one and grab them and and use them for themselves because it sucks when you run out of shoes so sean remember when you're on this podcast (laughs) is is any of this going okay i i could see what this you game know what is? is actually really surprising me as i've heard a lot of people talk about it whether it's on podcasts or uh, online yeah. and and uh on twitter and whatever is how much people it's almost like i don't want to call you guys out but it's almost like you're overcompensating a little bit because i'm surprised to hear you talk so much about the gameplay in the even though it doesn't seem like there's really much there but you go to kojima because of the crazy like that's kind of like what I want to know a little bit more about is like, tell me about the crazy. Tell me about these silly characters. Yeah. The and and my first question is, <laughs> is Die yeah. Hard Man a Christmas movie? 
Um, good, good question. I he's, don't he's, know. He's being reworked into the the new okay. sequel coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, this is a game where, like, I get. I really like this game. Again, we're still just talking about the gameplay. I really like it. It's moment to moment. It's taking in the beautiful vistas. It's a very chill game where I'm just yeah. like, yeah. I just want to relax and yeah. just play this game rather than like play Call of Duty and just call a bunch of kids dumb, stupid, and ugly. All For day. sure, yeah. Just walking get, around the world, it, yeah. you're encouraged to kind of look around and just look at where you can go. Yeah. And, yeah. and wherever you – it's that stupid cliche thing we've heard a ton in the last couple of years. Like, if you see it, you can climb it type right. of thing. Like, it, and that's no bullshit. No, it, it is one hundred percent true, and the game is gorgeous. And yeah, I, some of my favorite stuff, gameplay wise, is once you're once you get close to completing something, uh, Kojima will drop a music track. So it, yes. it, it, it's it's very it's very beautiful where you're you're walking in silence pretty much, hearing maybe them coming over the la- your your comms and and, yeah. and telling you like little tidbits of the story here and there, but. There are moments where you're getting closer to your destination and then a song pops in. Like, and you go the right nice... way. You're getting affirmed that you're doing the right thing and getting to where you need to go. Yeah. It's 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 really beautiful. And it's fun. It, listen, I've seen a lot of people that are like, Joe, you're just blowing Kojima. Whoa. Right? Listen, Whoa. I'm saying it, right? Uh, there's just like, we get it. He's weird. But this game, there's no action. Yeah. There's no shooting. But, okay, so that's but that's okay, like, Joe. But like, it's almost like people are reacting to an industry that never had a walking simulator in it. Like, is that kind mm. of the? I think that might be. Uh, is it is it reductionist to say that it is kind of like a walking sim, like an open world walking simulator? Because there's so much negativity associated with walking sim. Right. But I love me a good walking simulator. Like the Ethan Carter's the. That guy who's missing, the lady who was in the house or whatever. <laughs> I think it is reductive. Yeah. I think it is. Okay, I like think... it's more than that. But at least there's a baseline because I think yeah. people are really struggling to like, – even now that it's been played and people are talking about it, people are still going like, what is this game? And I think that it's a little bit of ignorance. I think it's uh, intentional ignorance in a way because they want to perpetuate like, I don't want – I don't know what this is, so I must bring it down a little bit. So – like, and that's the thing that, like, the conversation around it when Kojima's like, "This is a new genre, right?" Game. Yeah, it doesn't help. And, and <laughs> he's like, "You've never heard it of this doesn't, before." But here's the thing: we've seen elements of it, right? Journey, elements of sure. it, right? Yeah. Meeting other players mm-hmm. throughout your journey. Um, Dark Souls, we see elements of it with the signs. Mm-hmm. This is an evolution of those ideas coming together and culminating in. What is in a post-apocalyptic world, but is so, it's oozing with optimism. It's oozing with hmm. hope. It is literally a game, and I said this on Twitter, it is hope in the face of adversity itself. Yeah. It's hope, like, in face of hopelessness. What, a, what an like, easy way to no stand way out, out because it's so easy for these games in, in the face of hopelessness to go like, wow, everything sucks and every, we're all just going to devolve. But this game just goes and, the opposite direction. Now it's like nothing we've ever played before. completely opposite. Yeah. So let's talk about the story here before we, we carry on. Because I think the gameplay is, again, it's all about exploration. Do we want the to combat touch... is there. Yeah. Combat is there facing the mules. But I don't like the combat. I'll be yeah. real with you. And, and, I think it's and, actually too simple. Do we yeah. want to touch on the, the BTs when they show we'll up? We'll get to that or... when we hit okay. the story for sure. So okay. talk about the story. Your name is Sam Porter Bridges. And he kind of nails down what the Death Stranding is in the beginning. He talks about the Big Bang. 
right? Once it was an explosion that created the universe. Once it was an explosion that caused the Earth to spin in, into its orbit. Once there was an explosion that gave life, then there was another explosion. That's Death Stranding. And so throughout this game, you are Sam Porter. You are a porter who is going from shelter to shelter, kind of kind of unconnected from everyone. He does not give a shit about anyone. He's kind of lost hope. Mm-hmm. And you have this journey. Um, there is a person out there who's trying to reconnect America. Because, again, the Death Stranding has happened we're understanding what it is as time goes on. So I want to be completely surface level with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying to reconnect these cities together so that we as humans can be connected again, because we are not creatures that can be, that are, are supposed to be disconnected. We're supposed yeah. to be connected to one another and have these bonds. Living alone so, is not the the way you want to be. Exactly. And so she's gotten captured by this terrorist group who is run by Troy Baker himself. His name is Higgs. And they're on this very mysterious mission to sabotage you. And from what I've gathered, they have a connection to the beings within the Death Stranding, uh, which are ghostly apparitions. Nobody can understand what a BT is. No one has killed a BT yet. Mm-hmm. No one can see them, but certain people who have something called dooms in them. Yeah. So Sam can sense them. He's a level two, they call it. Um, there are other characters like Fragile. She's a level six where she can teleport. She can actually use the Death Stranding to get from place to place. And then there's people like the main enemy who's a level seven and he can control things from the Death Stranding. And what essentially it is, is a plane of existence Kind of like something like a Stranger Things. Kind of think of it like an upside down um, in, in Stranger Things. Yeah. He's also... Ahoy, folks. I was I was looking up how to say the word. Sam's also a repatriate, I think is how repatriate. you say it. Repatriate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which he's if, had a life before this. Yeah. If, he, if, he's, if you're captured by the BTs, you're, you can get your soul back into your body and then come yeah. back from it. I've never died, though, so I've never experienced I, that. I have. <laughs> oh, boy, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, pretty much what happens um, is if BTs get you along your journey, you have to fight them, and then you break free of them. You're the only person with your blood, with your DNA, that can actually harm and kill a BT. And so if you fail and those things kill you, you have to go find your body in a strange, like, I don't know. Place. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 I the when when it happened to me, uh, you just kind of woke up, um, okay, from where you were, and your surroundings are all. But the to same, get back but, uh, to yeah. the to the story portions, yeah, it's Kojima, dude. Like yeah. it, Dead Man, yeah. and like that's his name. It's like people call me Dead Man. My ne- real name's Dave, but my hey, real we'll name's Dave, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got we got Mama. Mama's a, like a. a, a an awesome character. I really like her. And like she has a, a and this is well, I haven't gotten to that part yet. Cool. Because we're no spoilers Mama. today, and right? Just, like this is a you just, no spoilers. Yeah, chat. no spoilers. Yeah. Completely service level. Mama has a baby, that's why you call her mama. You know what I mean? Um well, Heartman. Heartman. I don't know his deal yet. Haven't got to him. Probably his name's Rick, but it's Heartman. <laughs> 
you know? Rick. Some things some things are on the head, like he's beating you over the head with it, but some things are told through the gameplay itself. And that's what makes the story so special to me. Is yeah. that every character you meet, for the most part, other than the villains, are giving you words to encur- uh, of encouragement. Like, hey, help this person, or don't. It's just, I think you should do it, though. Right? Like, or you should build this thing. We're not telling you you should, but it helped people. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's those type of, like, words of encouragement where I'm just like, wow, it's supposed to be the end of the world, and you guys are acting like it's a good day. <laughs> it also helps when you do those good things. Your BB will, yeah. will like it, too, and BB. you kind of grow a deeper connection with your you with your yeah. bb as well yeah. which and is really each, which is a really awesome twist too when you finally yeah receive that in each character or each chapter in the game is based around a central character you meet so yeah the first level is about your bb bb uh the first level is about bridget the president who sends you on this mission uh and then like the second level or sorry that is the second level it's Bridget, and then the it's third Bridget, episode then... is Fragile. And Fragile, you're, you're learning all about her and her backstory through your actions in the game. So, hmm. but like to get to get to get back on track here, I really like the story. I think it's super optimistic. It's something I'm really enjoying. The acting for me, holy crap, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's everybody kills their roles. Even when it's like a line that's supposed to be ham-fisted, they deliver in such a way like Mads Mikkelsen plays a character that has a lot of mis- mystery around him. Let's just say that. Yeah. And um, for some reason, you're connected to to Mads Mikkelsen in a, in a way. And so you're seeing his past life and just there are some things where like are corny as hell, but it's Mads Mikkelsen doing it. And he's a tremendous actor. And you're just you're following through on that. Like um, like Troy Baker, for example, who's playing the main villain. he's hamming it up in the best way possible where every scene he's just owning it. It's everybody is just on another level when it comes to acting front or sorry, uh, chef kiss. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, anything you have to say about the acting? uh, Oh, the acting. Yeah. I think everyone is, is really knocking it out of the park and really in their role. Um, even with all these weird things to have to talk about, like the dooms and yeah. There's a lot of exposition. Yeah. There like is there is a lot of Shocking. exposition. Um, yeah. I know, right? How, how is I, I need to know? I know there's a lot of like famous people yeah. in this. I have a, I have a burning question. How's Conan O'Brien? Yeah. I have not uh, gotten to him yet. Stellar. He's just stellar. he's just playing video yeah. games like locked away in a room like nothing like like the apocalypse hasn't <laughs> happened much. to him. He's still filming his show in Clueless Gamer. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's very much playing that. He's like role, I'm playing yeah. this video um, game with a guy from The Walking Dead. I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, but with that, the sounds, the music. I think we talked over this. It is by far the best soundtrack. I I I'm listening it to it on my way to school, on my way to work, yeah. and I'm just like. I love this. This is it is, this it is, is the so one thing good. when I walked out of the art exhibit last week, it was the one thing that really blew me away. Uh, the yeah. songs are perfectly put together and they work extremely well. <clears throat> and um, it's just it the way he captured nature. Like yeah. I mean, it sounds real stupid, but like the it feels like you're right next to a river. And, and when you're when there's an absence of sound and you're standing out there in the wilderness, you feel it. 
Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, that that is it, Sean. It's on Apple. <laughs> it's it's on good. Apple Music. Everybody, just downloading yep. it right yes. now. Yep. On Spotify as well. Uh, for me, this is a game of the year contender. Easy. Easy. <clears throat> so yeah. I'm that much. Joe, I have this yeah. pre-ordered. I have it at Walmart. It's ready for me to pick up, but I am on the fence, man. I'm like as close I as you st- can possibly be to just yeah. taking it home and playing it, but I haven't done it yet, though, man. Like, I don't know what to do at this point. It's, it's a long game. Like, that's the thing is I can complete – for me, all of the reasons why some people don't like yeah. it, I love yeah. it. And so I can definitely understand where people are like, I hate it. And I definitely understand why people say I love it. That's why when I say, like, should you buy this game? I think you should try it out first. Mm. Like, rent it from the library. Do what you got to yep. do. But rent it first. And if you really like it, then go out there and buy it. But we got some questions because we knew this was going to be a Death Stranding show. And the first question comes from the Winter Gamer. Oh, Damn act- it, we activated him. <sighs> Four, eight. You really got to put safeguards in. They're- we really do. Yeah. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 32. Activated him. Uh, he asks, do we need reviews to give us scores anymore or even uh, or even ever? Uh, should an opinion be given a value? Does a score actually or does scores actually take away attention from whatever the reviewer has to say? That is such a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it comes down to. Who am I watching? That's like, like I told everybody, go watch Skill Up. I think he does some of the best reviews, right? Uh, a- ACG, awesome. He's an awesome reviewer, and it's simple. It's should you buy, rent, or whatever. Um, I like reviews like that. I don't like the, and here's the number we're going to give, because yeah. I'm guilty of it. Everybody here is guilty yep. of it. We scroll all the way down. Yep. We see the number, and then sometimes we read it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes right. we don't. We don't. I'm perfectly. I'll admit yeah. it right now. I, I see a number that's not what I was expecting, and I just don't even read it and just feel bummed. Get especially depressed. if it's a game I was looking forward mm-hmm. to. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Yeah, man. Like, I think that it's like a it's a filter in a lot of different ways. In terms of we see the number, we go, "Am I even going to play this or give it the time of day?" But it also like for mm-hmm. me, like depending on the number, I might be more encouraged to read it or not like that's kind of my starting point where it's like it's a nine it's like oh snap like let me read more about this or if it's like a three or two or something like that like then it's i get intrigued by the number um but i was talking to ryan turford on the xbox drive about this as well and i'll I'll say this oh yeah just plug your thing yeah the xbox drive it's a xbox playstation podcast but i can't even say it right um what i think would be kind of neat for you know everybody just get on the same um, page about is Rather than we are all on this on this um, this movement to just like tear down the numbers for whatever reason we all we all agree that they're not quite there but for and we, but it's become cool to hate on review scores as numbers right but I think what we really are looking for is like kind of like a number across different dimensions of reviewing the game so your point of like is it fun should I buy it is this like a shiny example of what video games can be from like an art set? Like, I just think that it needs just a little bit more context. And I do mm-hmm. like when, when review sites or a review itself comes along with like, it's a nine. So it's amazing. Or an eight for great. And yeah. like, it, those do a little bit more to tell me a little bit more what that number means. <laughs> yeah. But I think I, it would be great to have just that think, up those other dimensions in there as well. Yeah I, yeah. I would even go as far as say get rid of some of the other metrics and have those be the metrics. Right. Like remember like, we used to have like graphics stop, and sound. No gra- yeah. I don't need that. Tell me all these things. Is it fun to play? Is it easy yeah. to play? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, well, like, yeah. And like th- there's been conversations about like, oh, is Death Stranding fun? And then like reviewers are like, well, fun's a tough word. I'm like, 
yeah, it's fun. I enjoy playing this yeah. game. First and foremost, I enjoy it. Like, we're going to talk about it in a second. Not every game I have to shoot someone in the face to get off. Whoa. Right? Sometimes I look at a beautiful vista and I pop one. Yeah, know? man. But, like, that, like, not every game has to be action, has to be shooty, shooty, bang, bang. Sometimes it's all about taking in the view. Yes, games, games should be, and media itself should be engaging. I should be engaged into what I'm watching, what I'm reading, what I'm doing. If I'm not engaged, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. Fun is is relative. Throw that word out. You don't need it. You should be engaged with the product you're using. Look, I watch Soma. I don't think fun. Right? No, this I don't. I don't class. agree with that, man. I'm sorry. To interrupt. I did not have fun watching. I Soma. think some games can be but fun. Soma's and not one fun. of the best movies. I've but ever to say seen that it's life. an an irrelevant like thing to talk about is these are video games not, we're talking just, about. It is. It is. But like video games can also tell you amazing stories. Like. Is Journey fun to play? That's not what I'm saying, though. It, but I think to, mm-hmm. to eliminate that from the score, I think a game can still be like worth your time and, wor- and can be an, a shining example of what oh. video games can be and be no fun. And that doesn't take away yeah. from any of those other things. And that's why I think it, it would be good to outline and bucket some of those those categories. Like, it's a one-on sure. fun, but it's like a 10 on visual presentation and cinematography and story and acting and all these other things. Like, And it's worth your time. But it can be... Mm-hmm. I think, okay, I think what we're trying to do is like... We're we're conflating things a little bit too much, and then we over we're, then we're not we're mincing terms, we're mi- and, and we're not really saying what we mean because we're trying to talk about three things all at once. It's like yeah, it's fun, yeah. but like it depends on what you mean by fun. It's like it's just it's okay to say it's not fun, but it makes up for that mm-hmm. fact of it's not your traditional fun because it's got all these things going for it. That's a be- that right. that's actually yeah. what happens in our conversations, but mm. we don't have a number to reflect that, and I think that's really the tricky part. Yeah, I get. I don't. I don't think you need them. I don't think you need a color system or, like, whatever. It's just, like, you're watching, like, I, I listen to a few people and, like, again, just skill up. And I'm like, okay, he does a great job at at throwing really great comparisons. And I can relate to those comparisons. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to the games and how what type of gamer he, he is. And what I always say to people is, find your reviewer. Find the person you like, have similar taste than you, mm-hmm. and then follow what they kind of say. That's what I kind of go on. And then, yeah, changes will, or tastes will change over time, but then you go to somewhere else and, and you know, you you get it urgicated. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, with that, guys, <laughs> though I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding, it also taught me how to hike, how to fend for myself, and how to cross the Atlantic Ocean because this is Andrew House's snail mail. <laughs> it's just Ray writes in. Dear Mr. Andrew House and your smart, smart kids. <laughs> I read this and I was just like, and this is going in <laughs> in the show no matter what. Uh, it has been reported that Sony is still looking to acquire more studios. How do you feel the reviews of Death Stranding affect the possibility of Sony buying Kojima Studios? Do you think the reviews, however positive or mixed, will affect either party on the possibility of them joining Sony Worldwide Studios. Great question. Sean, I'm throwing it over. I don't think reviews matter at all. I think this game is doing gangbusters on sales, though. And yes, like they, I'm surprised they didn't just outright buy them altogether. Mm-hmm. And I think the stock price is only going up on Kojima Productions. Yeah. But it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting and it's complex because we're just hearing um, you know, news really confirming what we all thought all along was that Kojima wants to make movies. 
So how does that align with Sony's interest in the future? Like, can you buy like the game, the gaming portion of Kojima Productions? I don't think so, man. I think that's really a huge reason why he wanted to be independent and partner with Sony. He, Kojima really gets the best of both worlds, and I think Sony's perfectly comfortable at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kyle, what do you think? I mean, Sean said it perfectly, as he always does. Like that—that that is, they, I don't feel like they need to outright buy Kojima because it is just selling like gangbusters and. Mm-hmm. Like, look at, again, go back to it last week. PlayStation had a whole art exhibit for Kojima. There's right. not any other game that they've done that to at, at, at up to this point. So I think they they love the collaboration between the two. I don't think um, the reviews will bother any sort of conversation along those lines at all. It's, it's crazy to see this game in, in the first opening weekend um, being the number one game on Twitch. That is that yeah, is that very weird. unexpected. Yeah, it's become a, yeah. a streaming game. And the other thing, th- as an Xbox player, an Xbox uh, fan, you know, I have all the consoles. They're all right here, right next to me. Right. Man, I would kill for Xbox to have, like, a second-party game like this lead the holiday season. And where you go, right. we still got, like, after the holidays, after Christmas, New Year's, that's when we're getting all the rest. We're getting The Last, the last of Us part two and ghost of tsushima and everything else like from a first party standpoint like we'll take we'll just take it easy our first parties don't even have to bear that burden kojima is going to do it for us and he's not even under our under our payroll really yeah see this is the thing with with this game that i it's the reason why i love sony yeah right i'm gonna shit on xbox and i apologize it's not i don't think it i don't necessarily think it's shitting on them but it's i think it's the truth dude i'm with you to me it is it is awesome to see a see a company going. Listen, like seeing a free agent like Kojima going. Listen, we don't know what the fuck you're gonna do. Yeah, here's a bunch of money though. Do whatever. We're gonna shut the fuck up. You do it. Like they didn't even know what this game was, and I said it in past episodes. They marketed it the best they can because not even the marketing understood what this game is, and it still came out and it still sold like gangbusters. And Sony's fine with it. They just let the creators create. They just say okay, like. What do you want to do? Okay, can we make a franchise out of this? Yes, go ahead. Go do that thing. You know, Sony owns the the IP of Death Stranding. You can do whatever the hell they want with it after Kojima wants to continue with the series or just be donezos mm-hmm. with it. Sony allows their studios to be creative, and it's the thing that I... Though Xbox is killing it on so many fronts when it comes to streaming and Game Pass... I hate that there is a studio dedicated for Forza. I hate that there's a studio dedicated for Gears. I hate that there's a studio dedicated to just Halo games. I want. I would love to see a coalition go out and make a game that they actually want to make rather than going, hey, uh, coalition, listen, you make Gears of War and you make one about every two years. The story's going to be good. We'll continue the story on however long we need it to be. We'll add a new enemy that's basically the Locust. Uh, multiplayer is going to be decent, and it's going to be broken in the beginning, and we'll never know how to fix it, and the community will die off in six months. Halo, you do the thing, the same thing. Create a story. Who cares? Multiplayer, microtransactions. That's what we want to do. And to see Sony just go, all right, um... Kojima, you want to make a game about walking up a mountain with a baby attached to you? <laughs> cool, cool. Go ahead, do mm-hmm. it. That is what makes Sony so awesome to me. That's where they totally get it. Yeah. And people want that different. Like, they just want that different. Like, they just want a game that's just like, 
yeah, I, there's a chick that fights a robot dinosaur with a spear. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's their tour de force. Like, that's why Sony is so dominant. That's why they're so great at making the games they make. Mm-hmm. And that's why we've seen Xbox so stagnant. That's why when people are like, oh, but Xbox bought 15 studios. I'm like, yeah, they've shut down 15 studios. I want to see what games come out yeah. of there. I'm not excited about any of their acquisitions other than Obsidian. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to because... say, come on, man. That was pretty That was pretty good, man. That's... No, no, no. Like, but like, that's the thing. It's like, I saw something out of Obsidian. I'm, I'm excited for them. I want... They, they have to prove themselves more. This is, again... It's awesome. Yeah, I, I I love that this game exists. Uh, Famous Seamus writes in, and he asks, now, for a fun question, if Joe and Kyle were in the Death Stranding world, what would you guys be doing? Are you couriers? Or how long do you think both of you would have survived in the Death Stranding world? All right. We so, would have died instantly. Oh, 100%. The moment I, I hear BTs around me and... I'm not a, a quiet man. I can't hold yeah. my breath very long. I, I'm yeah. done. It, it's yeah. over. Uh, I would be oh, that's one of those. Something we forgot about the in the game. When you're in a BT land, you have to hold your breath because they sense your breath and then they'll come creeping towards you. And if and you hold your you. breath long enough, your BB, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> will be uh, BB. Will, will get stressed out, and yeah. then it it will go into a state of. Uh, auto toxin in anemia yeah. or something like that yeah. and then you would have yeah. to go back it's it's a lot um a lot. i would be the guy much like conan o'brien probably is in one of those little <laughs> stations and just requesting food and just letting yeah. these couriers do it and i will try probably just hang out by myself peek my head out maybe once every once in a while just see what's going on i i died at the incident <laughs> yeah <laughs> realistically i'm done i'm dead i'm a bt at this point kyle now we talked oh god i almost dropped the pen we talked all about death stranding that's a lot of death stranding to talk about you want to get into some news now this could be a long show let's do it uh my best friend brianna reeves over at bs lifestyle writes uh disney plus is now available on ps4 here's how to find it the internet is ablaze today with people talking about disney plus the brand new streaming service from disney your one-stop shop for all things Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and even a few surprises like The Simpsons and other Fox shows and movies. If you want to stream Disney Plus through your PS4, the app is currently available on Sony's platform and it's pretty easy to find. Simply navigate to the TV and video tile on your PS4 dashboard, the same place you'd go to watch Netflix, Hulu, or any other streaming service, and Disney Plus should now be one of the options available. For me, it was the first option in the list. You'll just you'll still need to download the app before you can use it. But coming in at less than 90 megabytes, you shouldn't have to delete anything to make room. Okay, Famous Seamus writes in, this is a really good question to go on with this story. First off, Disney Plus exists. Yes, I've watched The Mandalorian four times. Judge me, I don't care, okay? Whatever. Uh, next, <laughs> uh, Famous Seamus writes in, he asks, so Disney Plus is now on the PlayStation 4. Just wondering, what game consoles do you enjoy listening slash watching other media on the most personally i like watching netflix and youtube on my xbox one more mostly because i find it easier to turn off the xbox one controller than the ps4 that's silly famous you just (laughs) hold down the playstation button and then you go up to apple Apple, 
You know what? It's harder than <laughs> There's more than one, one step there. <laughs> I'm tired. It's been a day. I've been up since five. Kyle, what 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 do you watch your stuff on? Is it, is it PlayStation? It, it is only mm-hmm. PlayStation. I watch my oh, YouTube nice. on there, my Netflix, my Disney Plus now, um, WWE Network. Everything's Ooh. on the PS4. Ooh. Yeah, Sean. What about you? No bro? surprise, man. It's Xbox, but I will say, like, I am a big yeah. fan of that cross media bar. I love the UI on the PlayStation uh, experience yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate the TV section. That entire TV section is it's awful. Awful. It's, it's so bad. Yeah. I don't know what happens there. Everything else is so great on PlayStation. So, you yeah. know, yeah. to Seamus's point with the controller, that's one thing. I'm with him on that. But like to me, it's that whole TV section just. Just dog it shit. It used to be like that. It used to not have to load into a separate page. You could just access it straight from the dashboard. Sony's going to have to make it great again, man. <laughs> I, hopefully. Give me that. Give me those, like, two seconds of load time back. I That's know, I man. It's, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> I, I watch everything. I'm going to be real with you. I either watch it on my TV like Netflix wise cuz I don't own Netflix I I bum it off a friend uh, uh-huh. and when it comes to like Disney Plus I watch or like just movies and media in general I watch it all on Apple TV yeah all yeah actually main it's floor just, is Google Chrome downstairs is Xbox yeah 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 with that let's get to the next story Kyle I tricked you we we're, we're, we're still talking we're still talking about uh Death Stranding. Death Stranding. <laughs> Uh, Nathan Grayson over at Kotaku writes, dueling translations of Hideo Kojima's thoughts on critics critics cause confusion. Over the weekend, Kojima voiced his own opinion about those reviews. Trouble is, nobody's entirely sure what he meant. It began with an interview with Italian site TGCom24 over the weekend. English-speaking site WCCF Tech then wrote a piece based on the Italian transcription, though not the original Japanese recording, of Kojima's quote. In it, the site posited that he had said Death Stranding wasn't able to strand its way into U.S. audiences' hearts because it's not a first-person shooter. Quote, I must say that the game received rave reviews, especially in Europe and Japan, said Kojima, according to WCCF text translation. Here in the United States, however, we have had stronger criticisms. Perhaps it is a difficult game to understand for a certain type of critic and audience. Americans are great fans <clears throat> Jesus. of first-person shooters, and Death Stranding isn't one. It flies higher. <clears throat> I promise I'm going to edit all these out. He went on to compare American audiences to those of other countries, saying, again, according to WCCF Tech, that he always aims to create new things that garner discussion. But Italians or the French have a different artistic sensibility that, that allows them to appreciate this kind of very original product. Not only in video games, but also in cinema. Major sites like IGN proceeded to weigh in with translations that put a different slant on Kojima's assessment, removing his declaration that Death Stranding flies higher. Instead, according to IGN, Kojima merely stated that Americans are some of the biggest first-person shooter fans, and Death Stranding isn't that. In other words, it's unfamiliar, not necessarily better or worse. Okay, so Kojima talked to an Italian interviewer right uh or website and they had a conversation so he had a translator translating japanese to italian and then someone picked it up and translated what was originally japanese then translated to italian then translated into uh english and then everybody started freaking out Uh, that's the way you have to do it right say this that's i think that's that's actually how they wrote the story of death stranding (laughs) is they (laughs) 
So tell me Stranger Things in Russian and then tell me it in Turkish <laughs> and then feed it back to me in Put it I in don't Google know, Translate in... and then take that and put it into Spanish mm-hmm. and then retranslate it again. Hit solve and you end up with 10,000 dead whales on the beach. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, listen, uh, meet me on the beach, Sean. Um, with that, we know Kojima got a little flack for this, right? Yeah. Is, though, his statement when translated as is, is it a little sort of douchey of Kojima to just go, Americans don't get it. They like guns in action. We're not about that, this life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is it is it him just kind of like deflecting any criticism by just saying Americans are, I guess, like stupid. They don't get it if there's no explosions. Uh, Sean, I'll go Here's the thing, man. We all we we got to take the good with the bad, or the uh, un, the questionable, perhaps, and not even the, the, yeah. that this is the bad. Kojima is uh, he's a weird guy. He's he's an independent. We just spent a little while celebrating the fact that he's on his own. He's not even really answering to Sony. He's certainly not answering to his old boss anymore. And this is this is a free man talking, speaking his mind. And to be honest with you, I don't disagree with him. I think he's right. he's bang on on this, and that's. Okay, I just think that it's a bit of a maybe a knee jerk reaction when somebody you know it's generally not very good to to um, paint with such a broad brush, really. But I do think that he's he's onto something here that maybe we are missing something, and generally we do play games that are a little bit different. Like we don't play FIFA as much as the Europeans, and there are demonstrable differences between like large groups of people who who live in different areas of the world. We we look at and we value different parts of games to our point about the review scores before. So I don't I don't get angry at this at all. I think it's it's refreshing to be honest with you because he's untethered to anything. He could say whatever he wants and that allows him to speak that in this way that kind of triggers some people in a way. Unfortunately. I'm going to cut off Sean. Kyle, obviously <laughs> Sean hates America. He hates our freedom. Okay. Yeah, we're, we, you well, know what? You you just don't understand us. We have poutine up here. You know, it's just super cultured. <laughs> we call them disco fries down here. Damn, you put sprinkles on it. Better. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, because you get fat like Elvis. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Uh, mm. Kyle, what do you think about about this translation? A bit uh, douchey. What do you think? Uh, no, I don't think it's douchey. I'm siding with Sean here. Thank I, you. I, I hate to burst your bubble there, Joe. Um, I think this is kind of refreshing to hear. And I think we need to hear it, right? Not every game needs to have this violence and shooting and attacking other people. Um, it, it's nice to have a different kind of game. All right, it, all right socialist, get out of here. I was offended and I was applauded at, as an American, okay? And that's why I listen talk to... Talk slow while I put but it don't you think, okay, Translate. There, there are things... I haven't played it, but I've seen the screenshots. There are things in this game. He clearly has things to say about your country. So right. you're already and buying you know into what? this dude. You know what? Just if you don't like it, move out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If you don't like it, climb over the wall. Just get a ladder. Dude, there's, it's dude, easy. No, but there's alligators and shit Just in there. Get now, a ladder and a blanket. Get a chainsaw <laughs> or whatever. What is it? Someone got through with an axe. Get a, You <laughs> know what? Get a shovel. Dig underneath. Think outside you the box. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm only, get a portal I'm only gun. messing around. All right. He is so... Knowing Kojima, he's a huge fan of cinema. Like, that's his thing. He likes a good movie. Um, And movies traditionally, when they are more, like, again, European films, when you look at a European film, you watch a European film, very different than a film that is in the States. We traditionally do like our action. No nipples. Europeans do, yeah, and no nipples. Europeans 
all about freeing the nip, that's right. but no guns. That's right. So, like, what he's saying is it wrong on a subject, like on a, like on a on a cinematic level. But yeah, like the person that reviewed it on IGN that gave it a six was an Aussie. Right? Yeah. So like, he's generalizing, but I understand where at least he's coming from. Does that make him a a d bag? No, because at the end of the day, I don't know exactly what he said because it is translated from Japanese to Italian to English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the literal definition see... of lost in translation. Yeah, like everything this guy says, everybody jumps down his throat, going, "How dare you, sir? How dare you?" And it's like, dude, he's Japanese. Understand. This is being translated into English. That like like my dad, he's 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 uh he's a Spaniard, right? He he says some shit to me, and I'm just like, Dad, that's not how you say that word, right? Or that's not what you meant. Like when I was six, I'm real talk. My dad would he would say beach, he would say bitch. He's like, let's go to the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> totally like dad, what? So like like again. If whether you're typing in English and it's not your first language and your again, main language is Japanese, it must be insanely different to find the words in your head. Yeah. I think it's kind of shitty on us just to jump down this, this guy's throat who obviously doesn't speak our language, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But Kyle. Yeah. I lied. There's even more Death Stranding news. It's God, literally you the need only to stop lying to me. Out. You got to stop lying to me. Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer writes, Death Stranding is PlayStation's second biggest exclusive this year. Hideo Kojima's PlayStation 4 timed exclusive Death Stranding entered the UK box game chart in second place, behind a dominant Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Death Stranding sits behind Days Gone as the second biggest PlayStation published game of 2019. Sony Ben's Not Zombie Killer sold around a third more copies during its UK launch week. Amongst other PlayStation-published games, and certainly Sony invested heavily in Death Stranding's development, Kojima's new opus ranks in sales similar to The Order 1866 and Bloodborne. Each shifted similar amounts of Death Stranding during their first weeks on sale, all within 3,000 copies of each other. Death Stranding's arrival pushes Nintendo Switch-exclusive Luigi's Mansion 3, which sold slightly more than Death Stranding during its own launch week, albeit without another day on sale, down to fourth below FIFA 20. The full top ten lies below. 1. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 2. Death Stranding. 3. FIFA 20. 4. Luigi's Mansion 3. 5. Need for Speed Heat. 6. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 7. Fortnite with some new skins bundle. Eight, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. Number nine is Minecraft. And number 10, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Uh, press an F in the chat for uh, Need for Speed Heat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yikes. Um, it's impressive to see Death Stranding where it is in the middle of the holiday season with, yeah, like Call of Duty, again, FIFA 20. You got yeah. all these things around you. And you're still dominating the way you are. That's that's impressive to me. Um, Sean, what do you think of it being not as big as something like uh, uh, Days Gone? I mean, us Americans, we just like our shooty shooty <laughs> zombies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what else do you yeah. want from me at this They're point? They're not zombies. Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, were they creepers? Are they disease? Freakers, are they right? Zeds? Are they? Yeah, they're freakers. Oh, freakers, freakers, freakers of course, of course. Right. Um, yeah, man, I I just think that it's amazing that the it's Bloodborne and Death Stranding both not um, not first party stuff. 
Not for, like, yeah. but selling so strong. That's that's really the the story of the PS4 is the strength yeah. of non first party stuff that they were able to get the indies to start things out, and then the second parties that people just it's to the point where people don't even know the difference. Like they yeah. don't even know which which first party or not, and that's the story there. And that's that's the awesome thing. So like in Japan, like again, this is the the best selling PlayStation exclusive so far, best first week. Yeah, with like one hundred eighty five thousand units sold. Yeah. Um, Bloodborne comes in second. You heard that? Yeah, like Kyle. Oh, Bloodborne came in second. Game of the generation. I'm sorry, what? With one hundred fifty thousand. Game of the generation, right there. Oh, did I maybe play it for like an hour and a half at Extra Life, and maybe I kind of like it, but whatever. Keep talking shit. Okay, kind of like that. Right, never mind. Kyle, <laughs> what are you guys fighting? Are you guys fighting? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> dad just, no, no, no. Mom fell because okay, dad did. Okay. Don't worry about it. Kyle, keep it going. Okay. That took a turn. Right. I'll hit you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kyle, what do you what do you think of of this of this news? Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy that it's selling well. Um, I kind of knew it was going to, uh, just because on Kojima's name alone. Yeah. Um, yeah you want to know the irony? Cool. You want to know the irony? Uh, here, Kojima goes, "Oh, Americans, man, they don't, they don't get culture like we do." The number one selling game on the UK sales charts, Call of Duty. Yeah, Warfare. baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, uh, Sean, you want to play gun game later? Yeah, you want to fight? Oh, dude, I, yeah. is it gun? Whatever happened to gun game? Is that the one where you go from one gun to the next to the next? I think that's what just gunfight has evolved into. Oh no, I want the other one back. I want I want both. I know that one was fun. Yeah, that one was fun. Oh, that game's great. Hey Kyle. Yeah. Do you think you can make it through this this new story or you want me to read it? I can make it through. Cause I, I feel like a big piece of shit because I know you're sick. I totally forgot. It's <laughs> fine. Keep hitting me and things. pushing me on the floor, Joe. By right. Nicole Carpenter over at Polygon, Google Stadia will launch without a bunch of promised features. Ahead of Google Stadia's launch, I love you, Joe, on November 19th, Google is hosting an Ask Me Anything session on Reddit. As an AMA reveals, Stadia will be missing some key features on launch day. Those will start rolling out as soon as one week after launch, according to developers. At launch, players will not have access to an achievement system, though achievements will be saved and recognized when the system launches shortly after Stadia's release date. Nor will Stadia support family sharing. Parents will be able to manage children's experience on Stadia with parental controls through Family Link, but can't share games. Developers said it's a high-priority feature that will launch in early 2020. Stadia will also not support Chromecast Ultra devices that didn't come (coughs) with the Stadia bundle at launch. Only the ones the streaming platform ships with. The Chromecast Ultra is used to stream games to 4K screens. It's the only Chromecast device compatible with Stadia at launch. Google will update existing Chromecast Ultra devices over the air soon after launch, the developer said. Google said its approach with Stadia's launch is like how it does updates for Google Search, YouTube, and other services. A gradual rollout and continuous improvement based on user feedback. No games with Steam Connect, Stadia's multiplayer experience, will be available at launch. Developers said the first game with Steam Stream Connect will launch before 2020. Games that support state share and crowd play other multiplayer features will be released next year. Likewise, Stadia Buddy Pass, which is a Founders Edition bonus, will be available two weeks after a user gets their Jesus. bundle. <laughs> Buddy Pass lets players give Stadia to someone else for a limited time. No accessibility <clears throat> features are planned for launch either. Developers said the team is working with game developers <clears throat> to set standards for You're accessibility dying, across all games on Stadia. He died. I'm sorry. You should have done it, okay? Uh, listen. <clears throat> Uh, Google Stadia, why are we talking about it? 
because it's the definition of shit in the bed. It is. <laughs> and because I want to talk about it because this is the new competitor. Again, Google is entering the gaming sphere. And when they, they announced Stadia, they were like, here's this list of all this cool stuff, right? State share, crowd play. You get to give Stadia for a, to a friend for two weeks just for them to try it out. You can connect your phone to your to your controller, to your tablet, doesn't matter, you're playing Stadia anywhere. And then all of a sudden, these changes. And it literally reminds me of Star Wars uh, uh, Empire, right? The Empire Strikes Back, where like Vader turns and he's just like, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like. It's just like one domino after another falling of things that this thing can't do or won't be able to do at launch and when you look at the launch list of games they're all games we've already played already they're like we're launching with 12 games also three of which are two raider games <laughs> from this generation uh Did you say Sean, two or there's three there's, there's three all three, of them sorry. yeah all three yeah, yeah all of them yeah no um i think i think there's what there's one exclusive there is there on stadia i think that game guilt I don't know if you can play that anywhere else. Oh, but. man. Ooh, I had to blow my nose. I was Joe's dying is there. hard. Um, yeah. It, there's only one exclusive, the game name Guilt. Everything else has come out throughout this generation. Sean, my thoughts, as as I'm the Sony yeah. guy, okay? I just threw my punches in the ring. I want to tag you in here. What are your thoughts? This is this is real hard, man. Because I'm a no, I'm a I am such a I'm a Sally Shawnshine. I'm a I'm a positive guy. I don't want to. I want technology and and platform holders and and I want there to be risks taken. I want things to be progressed. I want to move beyond where we're where we're at today. And the only way to do that is to take risks. And so I don't want to be the one to poo poo all over this before it even comes out and shut it down before it gets a chance to get going. I think Ouya was an interesting idea. But I really start to see a lot of Ouya in this and that like what like imagine what the world could have been like if we if that took off, if we had a way to play like especially now with Apple, um, Apple Arcade, if there was a way for us to, you know, have that maybe a little bit more on TV, although I guess the Apple TV is that answer. Um, I I but I can't ignore everything that Kyle just read and I'm just shaking my head at every turn. It's like. This, I think it's disrespectful, and I don't. I don't use that term lightly. I don't. I don't think that yeah. it's really fair for. I think we 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 generally take things very personally. What well, as gamers and people in this in this space, we go, oh, I'm taking that like that. That is a personal attack on me and my money and my wallet. But like, they're really not respecting the people who are are supposed to be there. Like the most dedicated, the most they've sold these people as early adopters. Probably going to be paying mm-hmm. more than anybody else for this thing. Um, certainly um, sold them on a lot and taking it all back, that in and of itself is disrespectful. And No Man's Sky suffered a, a dire fate because of that. So I'm, I'm walking the line, That's man. A, I want it to do well yeah. because I want to see things advance. But damn it, Google's not really earning it at this point. They're not. They're not they haven't done themselves any favors yeah. with this entire rollout. Yeah. It's just like, hey, someone give us a gun so we can shoot ourselves in the foot. And people are like, why are you doing that? Oh, I just want to see how it feels. It's just like... It's, it's none of the things that they've said are making sense and lining up with, with reality at this point. Like that's the thing. A lot of people are the iterative thing that they say is it totally makes sense. And I get it. Like you're never going to roll something out 
day one and it's going to be perfect. That's not my expectation. But don't sell us. They're making it feel like. On the stuff that you think is going to be there day one. Say, like, roll, like, just pull back a little bit. Like, the, the technology is cool. And there's a lot to be to be bought in on this, but when you kind of overcompensate and then go when when it's time to pull the trigger, and you're coming up flat, like there's no going back. They could have really just they could have pared down, simplified the message because they tripped up over themselves a lot and confused themselves. And now people who were actually paying attention and were able to pick apart all the things that they were promised are not getting that, and it's bad across the board. There's confusion now. There's um, unfulfilled promises. So oh, I, I hate it because I want them to do well. I, just, I want there to be another option because it advances everything. And that you're right there, right? Like, and you know what? Before I even continue on, Kyle, give me your thoughts here, buddy. What do, yeah, you, what do I, you think about everything? I think it sucks. I yeah. really do. The fact that if you already own a Chromecast Ultra, Stadia will not work with it when it comes out. Only the ones that come with the Stadia's like, pre-order thing. Why yeah. can't you just throw out an update before it's released kind of what apple did with that apple part Arcade. isn't so bad though you're only going to be able like you're only going to be able to access google stadia if you buy the founders pack which comes with it so that part isn't too terrible fair but what about the people that went out to buy a chromecast beforehand so that the only thing is that you can't that go onto the next tv if you wanted to kind of like explore mm-hmm. around your house okay. right like so you okay. can use the one that it comes with which is fine but to go stop on one and then go to the other tv that's where you're gonna have an issue that's yeah. fair Right now, it is like a console. <laughs> that, that's the mm-hmm. that's the irony yeah. right now, is that you did just buy a hundred thirty dollar console, and the thing is, is just like they've look even even the simple things of like just getting these things into onto people's doorsteps. Yeah. It's just like, hey, it's actually a two week process. Our bad. They're making all these mistakes, and sure, this is a beta. This is a slow test, and a lot of people will will defend it by saying this is just a soft launch. Soft launch. Well, look at what Xbox is doing with xCloud. Perfect. Look at what PlayStation is doing with remote play. xCloud is a great experiment of Xbox going, listen, this is not not ready for stores yet. We need your input and we need to stress test this. Here are a few games you could try out, test, and give us feedback on. That's how a beta test should work. You shouldn't be paying $129 for a beta test. But remember they did one and last then, year. Remember they did it. We, they just, we didn't know it was called Stadia, though. Yeah. With Odyssey, mm-hmm. right? But AC when Odyssey. you're... But, like... But that was, like... What they've premiered it. Sorry. No, like, I get it. I get it there. Like, that was... Again, I, it's alpha of alpha. That's exactly... Like, I, th- I just wanted you're... to remind people that that was a thing. They should have done it again yeah. this year. Maybe expand the scope a little bit. Me. How dare you? How dare you? Now I have to think on the floor. How dare you? Um, what, what I'm saying a beta test is you're rolling this thing out and it's obviously still not yeah. ready for prime time and you're acting like it is. And now no one's going to believe you if this thing is actually capable or mm-hmm. not. And what it seems like they're doing is they're purposely stripping out features on purpose to get people into the door and to get it a smooth experience and then gradually building. That's what it feels like to me. New features will get added the smoother the experience becomes. This gets me, as as a PlayStation fan, to wrap this up with a bow, I'm not nervous. Yeah. <laughs> not one bit. I don't, I, I don't, I applaud them for the effort so far. I see the result as just, okay. It's kind of like the power of the sure. cloud. Remember when Xbox was launching and they're like, oh man, none of this stuff is not possible without the power of the cloud. Crackdown mm-hmm. 3 could not be possible without the power of the cloud. Drive Atari. And they're like, 
cool, even if that is true. Don't care. It didn't even like, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't all that impressive either. So yeah, they're, they've really missed the mark on a lot of it. They're, they're, they're trying to be like the YouTube commenter that replies first. They're racing yes. to be the first one out. Yeah. And they are stumbling hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sad to see. You, you hate to see it, folks. You well, really, as an Xbox fan, I like to see it because now, like, xCloud is just like, oh, man, that is the winner. Like, by default, they beca- it's not like they're trying to go alone. They've got a nice um, comparative and everybody to go, well, it's not perfect, but certainly better than, than Stadia. So the choice is yeah. xCloud. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like, it's cool to see that Stadia's presence has scared both of them to do really, you know, both the big two, Sony and Microsoft, to do different things. Uh, and to and to take more risks, but I I'm seeing this as a non-threat at this point. Even Cyberpunk is getting delayed. Yeah, like they're not they're not even promising that you you'll get that day one. No as surprise, well. really. No surprise. Yeah. yeah. So it's just I think they were too, they were they were too ambitious in their wording. Not a lot of people got it, and what we're seeing so far is not promising. Whatsoever. The thing is, man, and I said this on Nintendo Dads as well, the thing that people are, are often forgetting and that eventually we're going to get our hands on this thing and eventually people who do not have very powerful PCs who've wanted a powerful PC or maybe they're, perhaps they're about to spend $2,000 on a gaming PC and they look at this and go, mm-hmm. that thing can do 4K. Like that thing can like potentially if everything works out well, it can give you what a two thousand dollar unit can be. And I know Lee Navarro's in the chat here as well, who yeah. like the, the experience is gonna be a little bit different, but just like Blu-ray it gives you better fidelity on your movies than uh than Netflix, people went with Netflix, man. So I wouldn't write off this cloud streaming thing just yet because people go for convenience. I will say this time. though. I will say this. Disney Plus, okay, to to this one right here. Only way you're gonna watch The Force Awakens in 4K, and it's beautiful. Is it really? It's, it's they don't have a 4K yeah. Blu-ray. No, no. That's crazy. But again, Not like the, the, I think it's 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 objective that it Blu-rays a 4K Blu-ray looks better and sounds better than 4K streaming. Yeah. But people don't yeah. care. Oh, absolutely. People the point is that people don't care. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. yeah. You're totally right. It, this is a, this is a journey that is gonna take time. I just want to stay balanced in it, man. I think it's very easy to to dogpile on Google and, I, and I'm with you guys on the negatives, but I think it is, there is a tremendous amount of promise out there for bringing access to gaming to people who just couldn't afford it. Didn't care about it. Yeah. Whatever it is, there's people who can be brought into our industry. So it's just too bad that we're, we're being kind of dinks about, it. <laughs> but what else is new, I guess. It, but yeah, but like at the end of the day though, it is, it is important to, we're being critical focus on their mess. Ups. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Again, like it, it's getting so bad where it's just like, hey, if you're in the San Francisco area, one guy even like one one of the admins on their Reddit for the AMA was like, we will hand deliver you th- this thing, and it sucks to see that. It sucks to see see a launch where they're obviously the people around it believe in it in it enough, at least seem like it, and to see this marketing just go, hey, how do we how do we dive off this board face first? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's. It, it hurts because you see the passion is there. People worked really hard on this. And it's true. It, it is important not to character facade aside. Let's not just beat the shit out of this because we're a PlayStation podcast. I hate when I hear people like, Sony's done because, you know, Sean Layden, a guy I never met, left. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. stupid. Like, I like... Again, I love Shu, praise his name, but the day he leaves the company is not the day I forsake Sony. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, just seeing this mess up from Google, 
it just as a consumer it is like i've been we've been misled for months mm-hmm. and now it's just a continuous it, it's like it's all coming together and it's just rolling off it's just god why, what's with me with words it's kind of snowballing into this thing where it's just like one mistake after another and i you hate to see it but this is a this seems like a disaster. It's so okay. Geocorsi is going to go over to Stadia and fix everything. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like my, my thing is I want to see how they turn the ship around. If they can by the time Scarlet and the PlayStation five comes out, you know, that's why I'm, mm-hmm. that's where my head's at. At least with that, Kyle, Sean, I forgot to tell you, um, <clears throat> look into the Google drive doc, mm-hmm. prepare the drop. It's linked. Click on it. There's a list of PlayStation games. Click one that fa- that piques your fancy. Okay. okay? Ready? Okay, yeah. All right, good. <clears throat> hey, guys, are you holding on to something? No. No, yeah. why? What's happening next? Prepare the, uh, drop. the drop. Each and every week, PlayStation drops the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation onto the PlayStation storefront. The only problem is that there are way too many awesome games to name. So, Kyle, Joseph, and Sean each pick a game of their choosings to talk about this week. Joseph's pick, <laughs> BB. <laughs> you know, you love to see it, guys. You love to see it. And a galaxy-spanning adventure awaits in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, a third-person action-adventure title from Respawn Entertainment. An abandoned Padawan must compete his training, develop new powerful Force abilities, and master the art of a lightsaber. All while staying one step ahead of the empire. Guys, I'm in. Again, we talked yeah. about it a few weeks back. It's Dark Souls meets Star Wars. What more can you say? I'm in. I yeah. have spoken. I'm very excited to pick it up myself. <sighs> Kyle, what say you? What say you? Uh, my game this week is a little game called Yaga. Smash, clobber, and bash the murderous legends of Slavic Slavic mythology in this darkly funny action role-playing game that changes every time you play. Play as Ivan, a one-handed blacksmith with incredibly bad luck who must take on the impossible tasks given to him by the Tsar. Game looks awesome. It's got a really cool soundtrack. I like the hook that you're some blacksmith with only one arm. The trailer is really funny. It's beautiful. Go go give it a go give it a look over on the. Right. I think it's on the official PlayStation YouTube channel. Is where the trailer is. So. Oh really? Yeah. Go give it a look. All right. I'll give it a. You know what? I'll, I'll give, give it a, a look. See. Uh, Sean, what did say you? Did you did you find a game? I sure found a game. Man, you you're not kidding. That's there true. are way too many games, and it's very difficult yeah. to pick a single one. Um, but yeah, I, that's why when I look at a po- like when I see podcasts like, all right, here's a list of games that came out this week, and it's just like. All right, here's 20 minutes Just I can fast skip. forward this. Well, you know, this is I'm glad that you guys do this section because it gives a chance yeah. to highlight the games that are going to get missed. Everybody's going to be talking about the Star Wars and the Dark Souls and everything, but my pick of the week, everybody thinks I'm a dog person. My pick of the week is Kitten Apostrophe D. Take care of cute kittens. Lots and lots of cute kittens get points for keeping them happy and lose points for everything they destroy. Use points to upgrade your tools. Get an automatic food dispenser or clean up poop faster with the Poop Scoop 3000. What awaits inside the next box? Kitten Apostrophe D comes out November 14th to a PlayStation near you. Holy crap. How... Yeah. How am I going to live my life without this game, Joe? 
<laughs> Honest to goodness. You think I made some of that up? This that was amazing. right off the drop. I I literally thought you were fucking with me. And so I literally, I clicked the link. I'm scrolling down. I'm like, I don't see you. He's lying. And <laughs> the icon. <laughs> the icon yeah, alone. No, it's beautiful. I, love I think it. Mr. Bigglesworth is in there. There's like a couple. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. That's a great game. So I'm glad that you do guys you do the due diligence. Plat? It's a got to be a plat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If there is, I'll buy it. I didn't even <laughs> notice. It's a it's a VR game. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot it's to mention. V- it's, yes. Yeah, it's PSVR. We, oh, you're using that right. Poop Scoop 3000 in glorious <laughs> right, virtual I'm reality. Looking, I'm looking up this on YouTube. I don't believe it. PSVR. See, this Let's is it, man. It. Most podcasts would just glance right over a game like this, but we're giving it at the right. time and spotlight it deserves. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know what? You could dress up your kittens, and you can make them have the the Kanye West sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at it! Oh, in a fireman hat. Oh, this game, I'm That's buying what I'm it. Telling you, man. And you're in space. You're you. also in space, by the way. Apparently, mm-hmm. you're definitely on a spaceship. Now it's on fire. Oh, okay. Better save those kitties. Yeah, this is okay. One's got a MAGA hat on. That's weird. Oh, um, mm. all right. Anyway, mm. <laughs> that's kid. <laughs> you can dress him up, give him a top hat. It's your cat. You do what you want with it. Guys, we used most of the questions this week. I do have one from uh, Luke Lore over at the Xbox Expansion Pass. Uh, Luke Lore, a.k.a. the Insipid Ghost here. And he writes, as you approach the end of the year and look back are you playing more or less games than you did in 2015 or sorry, 2018, 2015, 2011, etc. As you're getting older with more responsibilities, how are games shifting in priority? Sean, what say you? Where, where are games landing for you? Time man? is a flat circle, Joe, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I'm all over the place, to be honest with you. Some, like last year was was pretty dismal, but this year I seem to have managed to work uh, a bit more into my schedule, or maybe I've been better at being choosy about it. Um, but it's mm-hmm. like now I've got two kids. i got more kids than ever, and somehow this year I'm playing more. But Ellie's just in a different stage. So I don't know, man. It, it yeah. um there was a time, like, I think you and I were just talking earlier today, like, when I was in college, I actually wasn't playing nearly as many games. I played my Call of Duties yeah. and my NHLs, and that was kind of it, and maybe got into Fallout, yeah. and that was about it. But um, I don't. every year, honestly, is completely different, um, just like the games that are released every year are very different. So yeah. I don't know that it's been on – I've been on a straight path, but to the surprise, honestly, of nobody, like, the consistency hasn't been there at all for me, really. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, what's you? Where – where where where's been your life in video games? Yeah, so it lately in the past couple of months, it feels like I've been playing a ton, mm-hmm. uh, like just a lot of Borderlands, and now Death Stranding is just on my mind. I can't like get it out of my head, so I want to keep playing more. Um, but I, I feel like I I played more in the past. Um, you know, just as we get older, there's more crap you, that get dished on your plate that you have to deal yeah. with, and yeah. it's really tough keeping. Or staying on top of, of finding that balance of playing and and getting all the adult stuff out of the way. But uh, I mean, coming up with the holidays, I'll have a couple free days. So I'll hopefully catch yeah. up on there. Uh, but yeah, I, it's one of those things. Like as we get closer to the end of the year, I always feel bad on the games that I didn't get to. Big time. Mm-hmm. Um, that I really, really was excited this year. Like I put maybe ten hours and days gone. Yeah. I'm very upset that I did not finish that game. Yeah, I don't um, think. I didn't you even say touch that. It. Don't. But I, I wanna. I, 
I want to experience it. You know what I mean? And yeah, to me, like I, I, I mean, look, uh, we have we have podcasts about backlog. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. When it comes to all the games we haven't played, I'm looking at you search. So like for me, I, games are my form of entertainment first and foremost. So like I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of movies. Um, but like. You know, so like I'm I'm behind on a lot of media. My way of escapism is through video games. So I'm always playing a game. It doesn't matter the type of game either. I just want to get lost in this world. So it's been pretty consistent for me, as as I've you know been busy. It's just a way of escaping and getting out of your headspace for a little bit. I will say though, the only big significant dip is in 2014. That was the worst year in video games. That was Watch Dogs, Destiny, and uh, what was the other game? Oh, Titanfall. And all three of them really didn't live up to their expectations. So You uh, did that on purpose, yeah, man. That... You know Luke likes Titanfall. Titanfall is great. <laughs> no, no, no. I love Titanfall. I actually, I love Titanfall 1. It was just after a month, all of a sudden, the community just died overnight. And, I, and, and by the way, people, I didn't play it on Xbox. I played it on PC. Okay? Yes. Go on. Go on. Just shame me. I get it. I'm a filthy whore. <laughs> so with that, gang, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. We're also powered by the generosity of our patrons over at patreon.com slash bad bit. Now, gang, I really, really want to be, give a big shout out to uh, the Winter Gamer and Daniel Walsh for supporting us at the Silver Tier. And uh, also a big update for everybody on patreon the first episode of the road to greatness if you're a patreon at the bronze tier and up will be out this friday so if you're into deep dives if you liked what you heard here about death stranding and you want to go and get into the game if you want to know tips you want to know more about the lore more about the story me and kyle are going to be breaking down death stranding chapter by chapter each and every second and last week of every month for all the patrons again bronze tier and up so with that kyle anything you got to pimp out for everybody i'd always like to plug myself who that ninja 73 on twitter and on psn yeah. uh my show all about the kind of funny community best friends talk funny <laughs> is on twitter at bfs talk funny and best friends talk, talk funny wherever you listen to podcast services there you go sean yeah yeah joe where can people find you i mean that if i'm in canada Every once in a while, I'm in Rome, New York, once a year in November. Um, uh, but also, please, I know you guys are all Sony. Po- Actually, I shouldn't insult the audience, should I? I shouldn't. Maybe can I roll that back a little bit? <laughs> no. Can I roll it back? Jump on into my car because yeah, yeah. I record an Xbox podcast in my car with Ryan Turford, the man on the moose. Uh, he and I talk about Xbox. It's a it's a show that fits in my commute, so hopefully it'll fit in yours. And I love it. And Joe and I, we support each other. I love being on this show. Joe, first, yeah. what are you even doing, man? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thanks for the, uh, the opportunity oh. for this to be on twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, where people can uh, find me streaming part, sometimes with you on Tuesdays and Thursdays yes. at 10.30 p.m. Yeah. on the Eastern Standard front of times. Mm-hmm. I also do a show mm-hmm. called We The Gamer Cast. Just kidding. It's The Gamer Cast. Uh, last month, <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the month, we launched an episode with Lee Navarro, who ran yeah. Phoenix Overdrive, the team that raised $10,000 and cured uh, child death. It was amazing. Um, Jesus, stop saying it like I'm that. sorry. I think that we did. I think we did an amazing thing. Um, <laughs> it's just very dark. And also, if we're on Nintendo with Bobby. But, dude, just follow me on Twitter, at Sean Capri, of course. Sean, like Connery, Capri, like the pants. And, see, and at the end of the day, like, you love to see it, folks. You love to see it. That's going to be the phrase. You love night. to see it. Um, 
I, I, I love the Xbox drive and we always try our best to really just understand that at the end of the day, it's all about the games we yeah, love. Man. And that's the one thing we constantly try to push on the trophy room is that we love all, all of our games. Like I don't try to hide my switch or hide my Xbox. It's all about, we love all of our games. I just love playing PlayStation a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and that's the same thing that you guys and gals over there at the Xbox drive do. Why did I say gals? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm dying in my head. You know what? I don't want to assume Ryan. That's true. Knows. He hasn't told you. Um, yeah, so I with that said, said though, um, you son I of a bitch. Jeff. But yeah, no, thank you so much, Sean. You're amazing. You're amazing. I love the Xbox Drive. Hey, you're breathtaking. Look at us. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, again, support us on Patreon if you could. Uh, the the podcast may... <laughs> let me read. Let me walk back this. <laughs> this is how... I'm editing this whole part out. This is how tired I am right now. Gang, real talk. Been up since five o'clock. I don't know how you adults really do it. It's twelve oh eight, and I just want to go to That's sleep, but I won't because I'm put. I'll put out this podcast. I'll be up at two, and I'll wake up at six again. It's gonna be nuts. With that, I want to thank everybody again. Patreon.com/slash/badbit. Help us out. Help grow this show. And if you like this show, please, please, please find us on anywhere that you find an RSS feed, whether it's Spotify, iTunes. Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever there's an RSS feed, you can find the show here and the video version, thanks to Sean, this week on youtube.com slash badbitgames. So check us out there. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation.